0: Hello again, everyone. It is I, the Vault Keeper. It seems like... It seems like it's been a while since I was called on to do this, but... Actuality, I know it hasn't been that long. Anyway, it seems that it is time yet again for another story from the Vault, and... Glancing around here, I'm noticing that certain certain things about the about the vault appear to be a bit different. It seems to have gotten a slight makeover, or rather this is a slight makeover, or rather this could be an entirely different room. I I even I have not fully explored the full expanse of this place, and This is only when it decides to stay in one place, which does not always happen, as you know. Well, anyway, it is time for a news story, and... Yes, yes, calm down, calm down, I'm on the way, I'm on the way, I'm coming, I'm coming. And... Now, let me just take a look at what we have today. What? Oh my... The abilities of this place will never cease to astound me. It looks like we have a story today that I haven't seen in a very, very, very long while, but the vault has proven to be as mysterious as ever because here it is right in front of me. This was actually a story that was written by a good friend of mine. Um, This was authored by a friend named Emmy Estes who wrote this, if I recall correctly. And this, this was quite a unique story, if I recall correctly. This one, this one was, I was certainly not expecting it the first time I heard it, and I'm pretty sure myself and everyone else involved was quite entertained. And something that is very important in any story, no matter whether it's a comedy or something else entirely, I think every story needs a certain amount of moments to laugh and relax, especially if it's more of a serious story, like many are. So, I hope you're all sitting comfortably, lying comfortably, however you like to hear the stories. Now, everyone, let's take a deep breath as we open the story vault.
1: I'm here to tell you a tale. A tale of joy, of excitement, of terror and despair. A story that will shock you to your core and bring you to the heights of joy. Okay, no, that's all a lie. It's called a teaser, something to draw the reader in, get them excited and eager before we get to the meat and bones of the story. You fell for it, ha. I am going to tell you a story though. I wasn't lying about all of it. So, now that I have your attention, you know, because of the whole teaser thing, then let's get on with the show. Once upon a time, Well, okay, I'm only really saying that because that's how all stories are supposed to start. This actually happened fairly recently, which I guess is still Once Upon a Time, but I digress. Once upon a time, there was a boy, just before the age upon which a boy becomes a man. By that, I mean he was in his mid-to-late teenage years, a senior in high school. He looked forward to nothing more than moving past high school and moving to higher education. He had graduation marked down in a calendar, or circle then highlighted, with each day in the month before it counting down to diploma day. You see, the boy, he was something of a genius, a prodigy, in some things. He was a whiz in all things engineering and science. Programming and robotics came to him with ease. He breathed through mathematics and trigonometry. This boy knew the periodic table of elements by memory by the time he was two. I mean, I was barely forming complete sentences, but I digress. When he was seven, he designed a robot to clean his room for him. When he was nine, he built it. So I think you get the point here. In lots of stuff, this kid was very much a genius. However, on other stuff, he very much... Wasn't. Geography was difficult to him. He could weave around a circuit board like it was the back of his hand, but give him a map to the bathroom of his own home and he would manage to get lost. He had no mind for history, could not imagine why people would care about the past when he had the future at his very fingertips. So the boy longed for the day when he could focus on his science and technology. He wouldn't be going to some liberal arts college. No, he was going to a school where he could focus on his inventions nearly 24 7. A dream come true for this kid. However, there was one problem. Of course there is. This is a story, after all. A story isn't interesting unless there's some sort of obstacle to overcome. The problem in this tale has a name. Miss Finkelbaum. Miss Finkelbaum was about 75 years old and always smelled like a distinct mixture of cats and peppermint. She was the boy's arch nemesis, though most people in the school simply knew her as the English teacher. English and literature classes were the bane of our main character's existence. As I said before, he was not the best with classes unrelated to science, and English was the worst. He simply couldn't make himself care about grammar, punctuation, and sentence structure. Any stories slipped from his mind as he read them, his brain unable to latch onto something he found so boring. Don't get started on symbolism. I made that mistake once, and let me just say, that is a story I will never tell. He'd always struggled with English, but if English lessons were lions waiting to attack, Then Miss Finkelbaum was the lion tamer cracking the whip. Not only did the woman refuse to give the kid a break, but she also had it out for him ever since he refused to fix her computer after she spilled her gross peppermint tea on it for the 15th time. Sure, she was all about using the genius in her class to her advantage, but when his grade did not get bumped up the first 14 times, he decided no more. So he stopped fixing her computer, and now he was sitting with a big fat F on his report card. The fact he couldn't string together five sentences without including at least seven grammatical errors might have played a part in it, but he was pretty sure it was mostly the whole computer thing. Whatever the reason, it had become a nearly insurmountable obstacle, as his school refused to give him his diploma when he was failing a class. So, the boy, his name is Damien, by the way, I know that usually comes at the beginning of the story, but I just think it's such an unfortunate name. Sounds like a supervillain waiting to happen. I just wanted to give you a little background into the boy before springing the name on you just to let you get to know him a little before it threw you off. Is he a villain? I'll let you decide for yourself. So Damien did what science geniuses did best. He plotted. Which... okay, which I don't think that helped with the whole villain thing, my bad. But he plotted, and planned, and devised the perfect plan to get a passing grade. He would do what he did best, and invent. He thought of computerized grammar checking, which would make word processes look like stone tablets. He mapped out plans for scribing robots that would take his thoughts and compile them into fantastic ideas. He imagined devices that would transmit stories into his mind in a single second, requiring no time to actually read them. But none of them worked, so he ended up just making a death robot. The last day of grading, he walked down the linoleum-lined hall, robot trailing behind him and looming over the students pressed against the walls to avoid the mechanical beast. His smirk could be seen from across the school as his behemoth of a robot shouldered his way through the thin doorway. Miss Finkelbaum was grading paper when the boy stepped in and didn't even look up at his entrance. She merely pushed her thin glasses up farther on her nose and called, Yes? How can I help you? Miss Finkelbaum, Damien began in the loudest and most imposing voice his young frame could muster. Ah, uh, Damien, I was just grading a paper now. She held up a paper absolutely littered with red marks. "'Are you aware that you have more sentence fragments in this than actual sentences?' "'No need for that,' the boy sneered and gestured to the robot that sat idle, waiting for him to turn it on. "'You see, I already know my grade for this last assignment. One hundred percent. "'You see, if it's anything else, it won't end well for you.' "'He patted the robot proudly. "'You are going to make it so that I pass this class, or else you aren't going to grade a paper ever again.' "'Hmm? What's that, dearie? Sorry I wasn't paying much attention. "'How'd you manage to write your whole paper in passive voice?' except for that paragraph that was in Future Tense, of course. (laughs) Unsurprising, considering his writing skills. Trust me, you'll thank me for it. Miss Finkelbaum nodded, but honestly was paying the tea in little mind as she grated. In fact, she didn't even bother to look up when going to grab her tea, and her hand bumped into the mug that was much closer than she anticipated. The cup went flying, splashing all over the gigantic robot beast, and dripping onto the circuitry which was left exposed in the inventor's haste. Oh my, she gasped, seeing the robot for the first time. Damien, who had somehow managed to miss all that, grinned when he heard her gasp, assuming that she was impressed by his speech. In that moment, the apex of his rant, with his English teacher's attention fully on him, the student turned the creature on and it ripped itself apart. With the tea soaking its mechanisms, the robot went haywire and literally destroyed itself. Damien could only watch in horror. Don't worry, he fixed it eventually. Or he didn't graduate. I don't remember. It's not important. The moral of the story is, obviously. Always stay hydrated and have your favorite tea or water nearby. You never know when you'll need it.
0: <laughs> oh, what... What an interesting story... All the different ways that, oh, it's still funny even now, get a good grade. (laughs) I know it's a rather extreme case, but I'm sure many of my listeners out there can relate. Especially if there is a singular subject at which you do not have the best of relationships in school. (laughs) Yes, well, of all the ways to do it, I have to say, building a robot was one of the most unique i'd ever heard so there is that and this one was primarily a primarily a comedy i believe or at least that's what i thought when i first read it and i still do it's a really really fun one and i really enjoyed it it does make you wonder what else other people what else other people might do in this universe for receiving good grades because if the one guy built a robot in order to get a grade changed wonder what others might do hack the hack the computer system and steal the money or something else, I am not sure. Anyway, thank you to all who listened this week. I greatly appreciate it, as does the Vault. Without the Vault, I don't have an occupation, and without the stories, the Vault is not serving its purpose. So, I know the Vault and myself are very grateful. Be sure to discuss and send out this episode to your friends and family if you enjoyed what you heard today. And don't forget to join me next week, the next time we open, The Story Vault.